0: Hey, it's Jeff. This is just a quick request to do Harrison and Me a solid by rating the show five stars on iTunes. Just search for the show, tap the artwork, then reviews, and tell your friends about us. The bigger we get, the better we get. So, come on, stand up comic, joke it up one time. Fun day. So we're a lot of fun. We are a treat.
1: That's adorable.
0: Yeah, is
2: yeah.
3: it cute?
1: Fun day. Oh. Who the fuck recorded this? This is awesome.
0: What's
3: this you, guy. Me and Salt pepper. Wow. You got Salt? Let's talk about sex, sets. 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 Let's talk you, you and me. Let's talk about all the good things
1: and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's
0: talk about Sets. That's incredible. Super I know. Let's talk about Sets. Let's talk about Sets. Wow. sets. Is that legal? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's so modified. Right, it you can't even, it's indistinguishable. Yeah, I, mean, I like, not it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like, at this point, it's basically its own song.
3: <laughs> it's yeah, it's really incredible. Poppy hit. Um, yes.
0: uh, well, this is the podcast Let's Talk About Sets with Harrison Tweed and Jeff McBride, a show where we nerd out over the science and craft of stand up comedy. And today, our guest is Casey James Salengo.
3: Pleasure to see you, boys. Thanks for having me here. good to see you, buddy. Thank you for
0: coming. Mm. Let's get started by listening to The News by Norm Macdonald from his 2011 album, Me Doing Stand-Up.
4: Now, listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? I always watch the news, and I'll tell you something about the news. I don't understand it, but it's for some reason I watch it. I don't even know why, but uh, I think I'm supposed to or something, so I'll watch it, and then the guy will come on and he'll go, anyways, today, the deficit, and then I'll go, ah, ha, ha, I've heard that word. <laughs> and the guy goes, today, the Dow Jones Nasdaq Composite Index is uh, down, and then I go, ah, that's not good. <laughs> down. <laughs> Up! I like when it's up. (laughs) That's my opinion on the... seems like there's too much news, like, you know, because now they have 24-hour news. Now, when I was a young boy, the news was half an hour. That was the whole news, you know. And a guy would come on, and he'd have a tie, you know, and shit, and he would say the news. And it was a half an hour long. Now, it's 24 hours long. Now, it turns out that back in the old days, when it was only half an hour, they had it about right. That's about all the news there is. <laughs> Even man, there'd always be like a story, some fucking story at the end about a caribou or some horseshit. So <laughs> there wasn't even enough to fill the half an hour, but 24 hours, way too long. So they have to keep repeating stories all the time and everything, and uh, they'll make up stories. You know, they do that a lot. Make up things that aren't really news stories but they have to you know fill the 24 hours you know and the one i noticed that they make up a lot uh, this is the latest one i've seen i see this all the time on the news the newsman will come on he'll go he'll go good evening everybody this is the newsman whatever he says he's not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> and he goes our top story tonight a lady has vanished That's the story <laughs> And then He goes Let's go outside Where there's another guy So then they cut And <laughs>
1: then there's A guy outside And he's like Hey
4: listen How's it going inside <laughs> We're outside And uh, we found out About this lady That vanished Her name was Janice And uh, they found her car Here in the Taco Bell Parking lot And uh, don't worry About the car It's fine But uh, <laughs> Can't find hiding her, her hair Of the lady well, oh, back to you so, so then you're watching you go, well, I don't give a fuck on account I never knew Janice in the first place matter of fact, I'm kind of happy it's Janice and not somebody I know but then what they do is they start telling you about Janice you know and they go, "Hey, we got found out some cool things about Janice." And you're like, "No, that's cool. I don't want to hear it." They go, "No, no, you don't want to." Hear it. <laughs> They can't help themselves. So they go, let's go back to Bill. He's, uh, he's uh, still outside. And uh, how's it going, Bill? And Bill's like, it's all right. It's not inside, but it's cool. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, we found out about Janice. Turns out she's a good lady. And uh, we found some friends of hers, and here they are. And then sure enough, they show a lady, and it says, friend of Janice. And uh, she says, I'll tell you something about Janice. You want to hear about Janice? Janice is a type of lady that you could always turn to. You know, you ever want to turn to somebody? Like if you got a problem or something, and you, you know, you feel like you want to turn. You ever do that? Or maybe your neck just hurts, and you want to anyways. The point of it is that once you swiveled your head over this way, the person you'd most want to see in your eye line would be Janice. <laughs> And then they have another friend of Janice that wasn't the first one. And she'll go, I'll tell you, Janice, oh, my God. She was the type of lady that she could walk into a room and light up the whole room, you know? And she didn't have a fucking lighter, not like that. She would just somehow, through sheer tyranny of will, she could somehow (laughs) illuminate a room. I don't know. And that'll be Janice's third friend lady that's not one of the earlier two. And then she goes, I'll tell you about Janice. Is that who you're asking about, Janice? <laughs> Janice was the type of lady that you could be talking to your best friend in the whole world. And then Janice come in and you go, fuck you, I'm talking to Janice. Because <laughs> Janice is better than you. Come on, let's face it. Just better than all of us. <laughs> So anyways, then you're at home and you start liking Janice, you know what I mean? You start getting invested in her, you go God damn, that Janice is a cool lady I would, I would like to meet her one day That would be a lot of, fuck I forgot she vanished <laughs> <laughs> Nah, just my luck <laughs> They'll find her Then you get hope that's not good. I don't give a fuck what Obama says. Hope is never good. <laughs> don't try it. it. Never works out. <laughs> so you go, you go. Oh man, they'll find Janice. They're putting pictures up of her on telephone poles. I think that ever worked once. And and then the news keeps showing you more things about Janice, you know, and they'll show you like the video home videos of her. You're like, God damn, look at that, she's eating a pizza. <laughs> I like her hair like that. They'll find her. And then you become obsessed with Janice. It's all you can think of, you know. You're at work. Fucking just can't wait to get home agonizing over Janice, you know, and thinking about her with eating pizza and shit, and then go home. And your nights are just uh, fevered dreams of, you know, Janice and bangs and shit like that. and you, all you can do is turn on the TV and hope and you know and then one day you know they go, Hey more news on Janice. Here's the uh, Bill he's still outside and then Bill is like outside and he's like, here we are uh, where as you can see behind me they are scouring the woods. They're still searching for Janice, you know? And then you go, oh fuck, not the woods. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens in the woods. <laughs> I've seen enough of these fucking stories to know that Janice ain't coming bounding out of the woods anytime soon. She? She's like, hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm just taking a stroll through the woods. What are you taking my picture for? I'll just let us take a stroll through the scraggly woods. Now, if they find you in the woods, they always find you in the same place. Every time, they will find you in a uh, shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't just look there in the first place. That's, if I was the police chief, I'd go, Listen, I want every shallow grave in the vicinity checked out. I want to clear up this case by Tuesday on account of... I'm running for DA or whatever. <laughs> but, uh... Doesn't shallow grave seem a mite rash? You know? If, like, these serial killers are supposed to be so shrewd and cunning and everything, you know? At least according to the TV movies I've seen. And, uh, but then when it comes time for the grave, they get a little hasty, you know? <laughs> Well, there you go, three twigs and a leaf That ought to do it That doesn't look like Janice anymore I don't recall Janice ever wearing three leaves and a twig Oh well guess I'll go home and await the authorities now You gotta prepare these things, you know You gotta be a little smarter than that You know, what I would do And I would never, ever kill a lady in cold blood <laughs> I, I know I say that now. I don't really know. Uh, I can't predict the future, but I don't believe. Uh, I know there's no river long enough, doesn't contain a bend, but I believe that right now, and it might just be vanity, I don't think I would, uh, I would kill a woman. In cold but if I did, I would plan it out very carefully, you know? Because there's a lot at stake. You know, you think about it, you probably, you know, probably lose your job. I don't know what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the theme today is word choice. Yes, it's uh, great. So why did you pick that bit? He did, there's just words he uses like,
3: uh, that's like, it seems so stupid because he's doing this anti-intellectual thing that you were saying you don't like, which I actually like because it's like. I don't like people seeming pretentious or whatever. So he's like, he's using, first of all, he's using this like dumb character to be like, I don't understand the news. And then he, But he's actually like making a point about how 24-hour news is a bad thing <laughs> and it's like a problem. So he's making a larger point, but the, like the word choice, is just like, um, I think he said psychosexual sadist. Because <laughs> he's like saying all these, he sounds dumb as hell for a while. <laughs> it's kind of like, I think Mitch Hedberg used to do this for a while where like, he would, he would seem like he didn't know what he was doing. And it's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And then he says, it's such a perfect joke that he didn't even yeah. think this could come out of his man's mouth uh-huh. that uh he's just, just like the the wonder that this guy who's just been fucking around can yeah. do something like that so like the way he's just like yeah he's just like mumbling through some stuff and then he comes out with a phrase like <laughs> psychosexual sadist it like hits you so hard yeah it's in such stark contrast to, every, to all the, the other character stuff. that he's yeah. developing, same mm-hmm. thing like caribou, just like little, yeah, little words yeah, yeah. like that, it's just like words. Maybe that like, so he says there's a caribou at the end or some shit. Just the name Janice, yeah, he' yeah, like a really. funny name saying Janice. Gets it over and over and he over. plays yeah.
2: with like regular turn of phrase so well. Like when he was saying like, "How's it going in out there?" I was like, "Oh, it's no indoors." Yeah, but like. there's <laughs>
3: little moments like that where it's like <laughs> most people would just like uh, like, "Oh, you cut to this guy outside," but he mm-hmm. like adds this weird little character. That's yeah, that inside, but like other people wouldn't do that. Or he's yeah. Like, like yeah. the police come out and it's done by Tuesday and academy running for the DA or whatever the fuck. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like most people would not so add, thrown away. Yeah, most people wouldn't add that kind yeah. of character development into like a small thing but it uh-huh. really like layers it in good. Yes. Like, yeah, I like it.
0: So what what you're saying is you like that Norm McDonald paints a picture of himself mm-hmm. as a buffoon. Yes. As an idiot. Yes. And uh but then he breaks that character by having these flourishes of intelligent language.
3: Yeah. I mm-hmm. really like that a lot. I like I'd rather that too because I think there's a thing about comedy like point making comedy that really pisses mm-hmm. me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, I'm not here to fucking hear you're not, you know, running for office or whatever, you're just trying to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you can like you know, like a Bill Maher or something like that, I fucking hate his guts. Uh, but like you uh, <laughs> just like, yeah, just pretentious, irritating, just like smart me. But if you can like weave in a kind of point that people are like, "Oh, yeah, in like while being an idiot and being like, "Oh, I'm just saying this, and this is also a joke. I yeah. think that's more effective and it doesn't bother me. On
0: Thank. the last recording that we did, I stumbled on a metaphor for this, uh-huh. that if you want to make, we were talking about political comedy, yeah. and if you want to do political comedy nowadays, it's like trying to give a pill to a dog. Mm-hmm. You have to wrap it in bacon. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you have to yeah. not yeah. know it's there. Yeah. And it to be, and the dog's like, oh, I love bacon. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you're like, gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you like, it? What I'm, what, I'm loving this. I, I keep running into this split uh, over and over again when you get into these discussions, which is that there are some comedians, they just do not dig people who are out to make a point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I have these other ones who are just like, oh, God, I, I want to say my truth. Yeah. yeah and I yeah, want to yeah. do it with comedy. Yeah. And th- it, it's an interesting divide.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. There's some people that are really good at it and it's great to watch, but I don't like feeling like I'm being preached to. I'm here to like, I'm listening to comedy. Oh, absolutely. To laugh. So, Mm -hmm. but if you're making points within that and it's like the joke is more above the point, that's what I want. If the, if the point is more important than the uh-huh. joke, uh-huh. that pisses me off. So uh-huh. make the joke. Uh-huh. If, and if yeah. you can make a good point within that, that's funny. I'll,
0: I'll eat the pill. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I'll yeah. eat the pill with the bacon or around it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if people just going up there like... Like I saw a fucking That's um, uh, oh, a musician Tom Morello This is not even related I guess uh, He's from uh, Radiance Machine But like Between every song You would like Rant at us For like Five <laughs> minutes And I'm like What the fuck man? It's like Fine to say it In your goddamn song If that's what you want to say Sure, Green
2: Day Did the same thing Pick Yeah it's And annoying. it's like I care about the environments A little Yeah but just Play
3: brain stew Yeah and I don't like, want to like Yeah yeah I don't want to hold people <laughs> Back artistically But I think uh, mm-hmm. Tying
0: your string Motherfucker Let's go Yeah When
3: people are like when people are like this is the real truth and you don't understand i'm like oh shut the fuck
0: up we were talking about silly word choice and we we're talking about why you let you pick this okay. bit i just picked this like s- certain words like uh scraggly
3: wood like mm-hmm. even him saying like half a hour that's such an I know strange that's way to say silly. it i
0: can't and believe it. Lo- i love it i don't know why it's just like such a strange deliberate choice i hear a lot of really good comedians do this where they'll take a a phrase that is so commonly said mm-hmm. a specific way that none of us think about it. It might as well be a word yeah. half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour is basically a word. Yeah. One word, yeah. even mm-hmm. though it's a phrase it's so so to, to, to take that one thing, you are the expectations. You're going to say half an hour and the, and he shatters that expectation, basic joke structure by, by saying half a hour. It's so it's a cheap trick, yeah. but it is done with great expertise, Uh, And I
2: feel like when he wrote that, he didn't think of it as a cheap joke. He's like, eh, it's funny if I say it in a
3: different way. Yeah, he thinks it's, like, weird, and it's just like, I don't know. It's more interesting. I don't know what he thought he was saying, but just, like, little things like that just makes you listen more. It's, like, weird, where you can just, like, blaze through that. Yeah. But it's, like, there's a lot of care put into everything he's saying, even dumb. no matter how dumb it sounds.
2: Well, one thing I love about... Uh, Norm Macdonald because I hadn't listened to this album I'd heard like a clip of him saying the thing About Obama like I hope it's not a good thing I like that he has like because we've talked about this a lot on the podcast how like great a lot of great most great comics are contradictions you think they're going to be something and then there's like whoa he's like that right? yeah 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 um and he has the delivery of a guy you're like tuning out who's sitting on a porch yeah it's like, yeah, yeah. See, the sky is gray right? yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. Is gray. and then all of a sudden he's like, but then people women getting raped and you're like what oh yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. something yeah. over here it's great it's kind of like this lull and then just like yeah, I don't know. The sound levels are really, really funny on it. I
3: think, yeah, it's very interesting. It's a
0: very. You sound a little bit like Norm. Do
3: you know that? You do. I do. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know. You don't, have an articulate
0: I mutter. <laughs> I, I like mumble. I on, a lot of people say they mumble, can't understand
3: yeah. me. I like mumble a lot. I just
0: felt like I was on a porch and I was tuning you out. Really? Yeah.
3: <laughs> my voice is I mumble and it's like my voice is the same tone as like room tone, so people don't hear me <laughs> ever. I'm talking all album? day. Is that
0: going to be your album name? Room, room tone. tone. It should be. It should
3: be room tone. That'd
0: be to <laughs> um, something tubular. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. To yeah, say something yeah. tubular. It is. Um, he does yeah. have. He does. By the way, he does have very standard setup. Though. Yeah, uh, he'll say it's too much news. Just it's too, too too much news. Premise right yeah and then he then he justifies it yeah right he'll say when i was a kid is you know it's is it it half an hour talk about a caribou and yeah, like, yeah so he's very he then justifies it and then pretty soon he's like boom here's his new premise but it's so conversational yeah you could miss it
3: yeah you just get in the funny stuff and i don't think you need to, like he doesn't need to set it up complicatedly and mm-hmm. uh it's cool as hell So I, I love it I love that kind of thing And I love the Yeah the low Intellectual I don't want to I don't like comedians Who are acting like They're smarter than The audience mm-hmm. You know Like uh, You know like Bill Hicks I think is a great guy and Yeah yeah I've never, I don't think I've ever Laughed once Watching him I think he had to, like, He was right about a lot of stuff Made a lot of great points but I don't need a guy like telling me how much smarter
0: than he is than me. So you're you're not. I would imagine you're not a George Carlin fan. Then I am a George Carlin,
3: but he's also a guy who, like
0: he's kind I, of a goofball. I think while he's, he's doing
3: good that. at what he's doing, but he doesn't like make me like mm-hmm. belly laugh. That what
2: much. about Chris Rock? Chris Rock.
3: Oh yeah, Chris Rock's great because he. Yeah. But he's like the way he lives,
0: it's just like crazy, yeah, yeah. and he's like
3: yelling it, and it's like wild. Yeah, yeah. And uh,
0: he's a he's he is preaching at you. Though. Yeah, absolutely. And I love so why like, will you take it from why we take it from Chris?
3: I think maybe the <laughs> he's a little more. Um, Maybe it's the theatrics and the joke behind it. I like theatrics a lot. I'm a big wrestling fan. So like anyone who's like very theatrical and big, mm-hmm. I like that. For some reason, um, I don't know. I guess I will take it. From, I don't know why I'll take it from Chris other than Bill Hicks. Like Chris isn't saying like, it never sounds like he's saying I'm smarter than you and you don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot and you've been like fooled this whole time. Yeah, That's yeah. what I feel like when I'm listening to Bill Hicks yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. that he's like thinking he's b- above the audience.
0: And I would never. So want, do you like do you like Jerry Seinfeld? Because he definitely thinks he's above the audience.
3: I do. I do like Jerry Seinfeld. He, I know he like in his mind he thinks he's above the audience, but in, in his jokes he doesn't necessarily always act like he's above the audience. So he just
2: feels like he's a guy standing next to you when you walk down
3: the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, sure. why is that dog
0: like that? Why yeah, is that yeah. like that kind of thing?
3: And he's not my favorite, but yeah, I
0: like him. Let's talk a little bit more about this bit because it was yeah. long and there's lots in it. <laughs> so um, long.
3: There's so much more about now. About he talks about getting a cheese sandwich to attract this woman and <laughs> van and shit. Sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Just the word like cheese sandwich. Like that choice is so yeah. strange. Uh huh.
0: So yeah. he says lady over and over again. I, that stuck out to me. Yeah, lady. I, that, lady is almost archaic.
3: It is. It's like a strange thing. I think it's almost become <laughs> offensive and. In the past years I've seen ladies get offended And I call them
0: ladies <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lady It's kind of used Like hey Like shut up lady Something like that So I can see But uh, it is like an older term And I think mm-hmm. it's a funny word choice It's funnier as
0: well. than woman Because it It, it just sounds funny And I know yeah, that's a yeah. thing for you yeah. You like the You like funny sounds
3: Funny sounds Maybe I'm stupid But I do like Just the sounds of things Are funny uh, I just think comedy Is best when you're not Thinking about it that much I
2: love that idea of like like I laugh hardest when either early in the morning Or late at night because like I'm shutting down My brain or my brain's getting jump started So I'm yeah. like at my most vulnerable to like Emotional reaction yeah. And I love uh, Or I'm also most vulnerable to like cry in the morning yeah. If I see or hear something that's sad And I love any comedy where like like the best part about doing comedy i've realized this about myself is when i go and i'm about to do stand up before i get to the venue i'm a little anxious uh-huh. once i get there i'm like and i become a comedy audience member mm-hmm. watching like my friends do stand up yeah. if i can get in that audience member uh, mode, I'll do better stand up because ah, my brain will not be like thinking about stand up. I'll be thinking about yeah. that. I love comedy. Yeah, Th- I, think that's, that makes I sense. think that's wonderful.
3: That's yeah. great. I just think thinking is the enemy in most <laughs> to me personally, whenever I'm thinking about things, it's when I've, everything gets fucked up and I need to slow down and not think I'm always best at things when I'm not thinking and I'm just relying on my instincts.
2: So. Yeah, it's funny because this is our dynamic we joke about a lot is mm-hmm. that he's like very very type A Jeff's like so very type yeah. A and I'm very uh, like weird and dumb and like yeah, <laughs> just yeah, a yeah. goofy ball, but he but it's kind of like the, that's why it kind of works because it's like we complement each other like. Uh,
0: you do most of the complimenting. That's
2: funny, but um, but I realized like I, I sometimes my mom was more like type A, and and the way she raised me yeah. to like do things, it like really made like type ness really frustrate me. Yes. so like I kind of like am like uh, I like push it away if mm. it like approaches the uh, approaches me. And I've realized, but I, th- I think we're in the same boat as, like, we, we like to just be, like, these goofy little dog
0: boys. Your, in, your leaves in the way. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so I love hearing your perspective uh-huh. because it clearly works for you. It is polar opposite from my starting mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, every element of my life has to go through this almost robot-like intellectual mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is just, that's just how I am. To the uh, right down to just like basic social interaction. Uh, I have to like think in terms of rules and guidelines yeah, and things yeah, yeah. to act like a normal human being. Yeah. And the same thing goes with, I mean, comedy, there's a lot of instinct going on, mm. but I definitely need, I mean, you saw me just preparing for this podcast. It took hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. You told me about how you count your choose. Yeah. <laughs> <It was crazy. laughs> so I, I love, yeah, I love like numbers. I love quantifying yeah. things. Yeah. So I, I love all that. I'm just nerd, 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 nerd. Yeah. Um, And I think you, get, you can get to the same place, but it definitely, I would say that yours is, 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 is a little faster and easier on you for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't, that's just not, my default position absolutely. I want to think everything through yes, I want to th- yeah
2: I just love that that's like what comedy can do is like people like us and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. can find like this common <laughs> absolutely, ground absolutely.
0: We we're talking about how we have um kind of similar emotional makeups in, in, mm-hmm. in a way yeah um where we definitely will have have dips in mood and stuff like that so for me when I was growing up my idol was like Data from yeah, Star Trek: The Next Generation or Spock. I was like, yeah. I want my reason to govern my wow. emotions, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's great. <laughs>
3: that's really I like, I like that. I enjoy reason. I think that's a good thing. I'm, you know, I'm a little envious of your uh, uh, ability to live this way.
0: I'm was, envious of yours. It's so much easier. I mean, it's much easier. It's
3: much easier. But I also just fuck things up constantly and
0: everything. I'm just like flying, which makes for good comedy. It's
3: great. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like every day. It's like I've never learned anything before. It's like, it's like I have no past experience, and I'm just floating through the world, hoping nothing goes wrong.
0: That might be our pull quote from for the <laughs> every day. It's like I've never lived before. Yeah, it's That's so uh,
3: funny. It's fun, but it's it's exhausting because it's like. So no wonder you hard. love
0: Norm MacDonald. No yeah. wonder. I mean he so yeah. fits like your worldview in a way because he's constantly uh I, there's <laughs> almost like the thing you're talking about is almost like a childlike view of the world. Like yeah. you're 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 constantly experiencing it anew. Yeah. Which is so much benefit in that. I have to work to do that. I have to think real hard in an adult yeah, fashion yeah, so yeah, that yeah. I can be childlike. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> that's, really yeah, that's hard. It's hard. To, yeah. You might think about comedy, the things are like I watch, like, America's Funniest Home Videos. I watch, like, videos of, like, cats falling into fish tanks or, like, a <laughs> fat guy falling of a tree, Yeah, and that makes me laugh. And I'm like, oh, look I how simple that. that is, and that'll make anyone. So it's like, things are just can be so simple if you mm-hmm. just let them be.
0: I love things like that, too, but I also love, I think there's hilarity in the complex as well. Mm-hmm. What's a good example? Like, Monty Python is often very complex uh-huh. uh, and very and silly layered like yeah. yeah. and, and absurd and weird, and, you, and they're just, like, getting off into these really incredible, Strange yeah. areas That take a little thought To be like Why am I even laughing At yeah, this Yeah
3: yeah yeah They <laughs> see the structure of it There's like It's like structured silliness And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. But it's, yeah like Louis C.K. uh You know Who like does this Very He's the one guy Who's like Kind of preachy But he does it From like the schlubby Everyman perspective yeah. But it's yeah. also He's saying huge Like I love this bit about Abortion from his last one Where he's yeah, like yeah. That's not killing well, it's, it's, it's killing a baby It's not killing a baby. <laughs> But <laughs> that's fine because uh, human life isn't important. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is a great unique so perspective.
2: I like and Burr's like, approach too. Cause yeah. Burr will be like, make a big statement and then they'll start applauding and be like, Nope, I don't read. Yeah, I, I don't read. read. I, don't I don't read. read. Yeah, Follow so, someone else. Yeah, it's exactly. so great. I yeah. had
0: to learn this painfully when I first started, because I came in thinking George Carlin is the way to go. Cause uh-huh. he's so influential on me and in my life in general. Uh, and um, to the, Quick backstory is just grew up very conservative, uh-huh. very religious, sheltered in Montana. George yeah. Carlin, his influence just sort of stumbled into my life. And then I was like, oh, there's other ways to think. And so I owe so much of my uh, worldview today great. to him. And so I, when I finally started doing comedy, I was like, I'll just do that, not mm-hmm. knowing that there was don't know 40 years of experience yeah. and 60 years of age to give him the gravitas to be able to do what he was doing yeah, yeah and yeah. me thinking at age 29 or 30 or whatever when i finally started to be like oh i can't do this they're like shut the fuck up where's the funny yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you for your opinions yeah <laughs> that's hard to do
3: especially as like a yeah as a young person if you i've written jokes i've like have like points in them and I feel like what the fuck why would I listen to you who the fuck are you and I'm like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right I'm a big dumb clown And so I I've had to dance. like
0: cut that shit out and be like uh, if I can get the point, I can even start with from a point, but then it's like, once I have what I want to say, all mm-hmm. right, now it's time to bury it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah.
2: I was just talking to a comic about this, about how, oh God, who was it? There was, they made such a good point that they were like, I feel like a lot of comics think edgy is right in the moderate area. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, I guess like politically or socially or whatever, just like being in the middle, you're like pl- towing the line. But then they're like, no, it's really over to one or the like past what you're and that's where the really funny, edgy stuff happens. Absolutely. I've realized that like if I have like an opinion I have in real life, uh, you know, just like in life, it's just like the way I think it's not funny. Mm -hmm. But if I just took it way too far, like I have this bit that I've been working on that's about Don Rickles Mm -hmm. and it's about how he was so racist it was woke because it's if you have a slur for every single person you've ever met, you're the voice of equality. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like. I mean, there's a truth to the way I feel about it. I feel like yeah. Don Rickles probably treated people really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not really trying to make a point out of it, but I just like looking at an individual and be like, hey, what you think is negative about them can be a positive. I like stuff like that. Yeah, where I that's, that's cool. just kind of I don't know. I, I just like weird stuff like I
3: that. I think that's very cool too. Yeah, you gotta have like just pushed it up to the extreme. Whatever exactly. the opinion is the thing about like comedians who like try to be edgy or something. There's a formula. Yeah. that some people do. Bill burr does it but he does it very well and a lot mm-hmm. of people try to copy it where you just take a like long held point yeah and then you're like well wait a it's, it's other, the yeah. opposite of that and it's like
2: do you know drew morgan he was our first guest oh yes, yes yes, yes. he he talks about burr specifically what you're saying about how it's like an indefensible uh point to make and, yeah. then, and then you try it. to defend
3: it and it's mm-hmm. like that's i so when i see people doing that now it's a little like you think yeah. you're edgy and you're like smart enough, but it's a very clear formula what you're doing. And no. uh, it's a little boring to me unless you're really good at it. So
2: I like long. goofy edgy. I like yeah. it's so goofy. And then, oh my God, that was edgy by yeah, the end yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, sure. you talked about the joke you you recorded and that you've been doing yeah. about the dog.
3: Yeah, I fuck a dog at the end. You and, fuck uh, a people, dog. If people are on board with it <laughs> knowing that it's silly and it's like it's like a fantasy, yeah. and it's, uh, they, it's great. Yeah. But if people are like, what the fuck <laughs> you're fucking a dog people are get like horrified it's not
2: mm-hmm. a pull quote bit it's not like something you could type out and just give to me is and be it? like look at my bit
3: i have it written down on my phone because i have to right. read it from my, i have to read it from my phone oh because
2: it is technically Because i'm a writing
3: notes. it as dog notes even though i have it memorized it's about notes i leave for dogs and like my boss is telling me he wants me to leave one he's like you gotta leave more fun when i walk dogs he's like you gotta leave more fun notes for the dog like say you make up adventures they've gone on throughout the day And just do that. So I like started (laughs) off with like a normal one. I'm like, I played in pile of leaves. It was great. We had, he went, he did all his business. Uh, number two is like, oh, we went down to the piers, met some longshore fishermen, fresh from a trip. We told his tales to the sea, and we laughed and laughed. I uh, could tell you something about the stories, so he's took him to a learning annex assignment him up for a welding class. So I'm just like getting, so that one's very silly and goofy, and the last one is like, I'm walking this dog, and we have this very romantic, we're like making eye contact and peripheral, like, I pulled pulling in an alley and kissed her hard and deep, and <laughs> tongue was warm and soft like fleece, all this shit, and then we just ended up like making love, and it's not me like fucking, like, I'm making love to this dog, and it's like very pet. And we're like I say we come into each other As the sun rises above the <laughs> mountains And all this shit uh, And then at the end I just say She did all her business And if <laughs> So if it's like If people oh are on god. board with it It goes great And But I've done sets For like 20 minutes Where I'm killing And then I do that at the end And people are like Oh my god <laughs> I had a woman stand up And go stop One time the, Oh my god During a Montreal so audition It was terrific. Really? Yeah 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 it was, was, was it, it an like industry person? No It was just a lady in the audience Oh that's what. Was it she
0: it was she just upset? She's like, "That's not what it's like to make love to a dog." Yeah, no, love <laughs> to it a It's dog. not that
3: beautiful. Yeah.
0: I want to talk a little bit more about the band if we could, because there are like sure. some points in here I really, really love uh-huh. uh, in terms of word choice. Where he talks about Janice. Yeah, says she uh, lights up a whole room. <laughs> she didn't have a lighter. Yeah. Well done there, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. light, lighter, yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, uh, way to go with the pun. You're so condescending mm. to then, Norm McDonald. How did he do it? But um, and then, uh, but then the next part is what got <laughs> this me. This is great. Is just through some somehow through tyranny <laughs> through of sheer will, tyranny sheer of will. Tyranny is he? That's will. brilliant. That's like a brilliant. And because you're thinking because she's so charismatic and he's repainting. Charisma as tyranny of will, and and it turns this positive thing into this ugly thing. Yeah,
3: (laughs) quickly, and you're out. Absolutely, and wow, that's such like a powerful sentence right there that Mm -hmm. he just pops in and then moves. And he takes a break, and he's like through uh, sheer tyranny of will, and it's just like, and then he, and it's crazy because all this other shit he's saying is so like innocuous, and then he says a sentence like that that's so poetic Mm -hmm. that it is like,
0: holy shit. Yeah. Right. And I, I. So I guess I. I see what you mean about how one minute he is maybe one of the longshoremen that you uh, hung out with with yeah. the dog. Yeah. Um, and then the next minute he's this uh, dark poet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's back again to. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. This idiot. And I do. Um, I guess I I, I have a, a bit of respect for that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Uh, oh, you're me <laughs> out a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. He keeps doing this thing where he goes. There's this other lady friend. Yeah. Who's not the same as the first one. Mm-hmm. Ne- uh, a third one. Not this. Not the other two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, yeah, it's so dumb. the turn
2: two part is my favorite part. Oh, like, yeah. You know, you just, you, maybe your neck hurts. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, there you are. <laughs> see, that's like,
3: see, that's crazy. That's so dumb. And then like it's that it's the contrast that really make mm-hmm. comedy work a lot. So if you have that like dumb thing, like you said, like the light, you don't have a lighter. Like that's so stupid. And then he says sheer tyranny of will, mm-hmm. and that's so that's actually
0: uh, an insight. An insight.
3: Yeah. So it's like uh, contrasting someone being. St- just like the contrast in comedy would make it funny a lot of, 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 of course of, you know what I mean? of course, so, yeah. he
0: shows himself consistently to be these this contradiction as yeah, you yeah. say yeah yeah uh, i I really like that and then and then how he says she's the sort of lady who mm-hmm. and he has a couple of examples, yeah, 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 and then the final example, I believe was she's the sort of lady you're talking, your best friend. And then you'll be like, "Fuck you!" I'm talking to Janet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's she's better than all of us. Yeah,
3: I like that a lot too. I like I like like unnecessary abrupt swearing out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah. When it's just like you're not expecting, it's like an innocuous thing, and uh, you just say like "fuck you" <laughs> out of nowhere. I yeah, when think it's he really says
2: funny. "fuck" or like when he curses like in a really aggressive way, it always comes out of nowhere, and yeah. it always catches
3: me off. Yeah, right. it's really funny. John Mulaney does that a lot too, where he's like he's yeah. like this. Plink Never forgets kid, he a, a bitch. It, ever. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. said one like crazy swear you want to this guy to say, and it's like incredible. I like, love that. Yeah. He Here's another,
0: he another joke in here. He does a lot of this. In our last episode, we investigated the theme of silly, mm-hmm. which is silly to even do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly, the way I finally defined it was I'm curious what you think about this. Silly is intentionally stupid. For it to work, it mimics stupidity. It's not, mm-hmm. for example, where he says, "Here's a silly. Here's one of his. It qualifies a silly joke. Where he goes, oh man, you don't want to, you want to, you want to kill a lady in cold blood. I, I wouldn't do it. I don't. I, I wouldn't. And then he goes, because there's a lot at stake. You might, I don't know, lose your job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It's
3: stupid. Yeah, it's great. That's so like, silly. That's what I love. I love silly, stupid. Mm-hmm. I like. St- I think stupid is funny. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. It's, I love it's it. It's what so I like. I uh, like
0: smart humor. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm smart to a certain extent, but I uh, don't like smart things.
0: <laughs> I guess I'm not smart. So God, like, I couldn't like figure it out. Now. You sound just like you know. He's like, like, I don't like clever things. I don't like smart <laughs> I know, things. Like, I know. You're fucking doing it right now. I know, but it's a good about? trick.
3: I know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. just saying it's
3: interesting. I'm dead wrong.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm wronger than you. That's true.
2: I didn't realize Because I always just I I guess when I'd seen you perform I was like I bet his influence When you said Brian Reagan I was like Oh for fucking sure That makes so much sense But I didn't like Until we listened to this I was like Oh my god You're so much like Norm Mm -hmm. Like in so many ways Not like uh, like you're not inauthentically you mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. super authentically you But I didn't see I would never put you two together mm. Until we listen to you And I'm talking to you now
3: Yeah it's Crazy it's, i take words from him And uh, yeah Regan is my Like the silliness influence uh, Yeah 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 uh,
0: So I don't know You're fun
5: Come on Let's talk about sex
0: Our guest today Is Casey James Selengo. He is a stand-up comic A writer And an actor he also has a podcast the good the dad and the ugly it's about three ignorant guys who bring women on their show to domesticate and sophisticate them on their wayward ways (laughs) he has been in just for laughs he is a new face in new faces he's been in bridgetown festival and many other festivals he has just finished recording his comedy central presents half hour special and you'll be able to see him sometime soon in the next few weeks on jimmy kimmel live His first album is being recorded at the Creek in the Cave here in New York on June 30th. Welcome wow, to the what show. What a
3: goddamn intro! That's great. Yeah, that's man. like one of those Barry Katz intros. You ever listen to his podcast? Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. he's like this next young man. When the first time <laughs> I saw him, yeah, I thought he was an incredible talent. He goes for like forty. Is that majors, that old manager <laughs> sucking this guy? guy's cock? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really wild. He just really goes. <laughs> on <off>. your K- <He's...
0: laughs> oh, Sorry, K C J. That
3: was a beautiful introduction. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, what an honor. What a pleasure. Here yeah, early uh it's brussels sprouts in the area so yeah yeah give me diarrhea and we're, but we're all clear now
2: but that's cute you had a nice little uh sunday brunch with the lady with
3: the lady we love yeah. brunch and
2: brunch is the best it's great we love to have a little brunch, brunch and blow staring <laughs> each other. yeah we get a little
0: blow sure <laughs> you had some questions for casey
2: yeah i was just uh wondering because you're you're about to record mm-hmm. your uh album yeah which is crazy yeah it's crazy is it surreal
3: <laughs> it's very surreal that i'm recording this i never it's weird i feel like i was just like starting off doing open mics like a couple weeks ago and uh i know this has all happened snowballed kind of quickly and it's a little scary yeah i didn't i never even when did you start i started six years ago mm-hmm. uh, in new york in new york cool, so cool. you yeah, haven't been doing it for six years um i did not get it so for the album i got asked you because they chose people from recording the half hours which i also did not expect to get mm-hmm. at all um, so from that, they chose a few people to record albums and they chose me, which I thought was strange. Cause like of all the people that recorded, I've, I'm like one of the ones that's been doing comedy the least, probably the shortest amount of time. Really? Yeah. So I was like, we got that X factor, me. buddy. Well, I don't know. It's kind of scary. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't no, you know. You do for sure. I don't know. Oh, thanks. Buddy. But uh, <laughs> I don't like it's scary because I don't even, I'm not even at the point in comedy where I'm do regularly doing like 45 minute sets. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I always figured I'd be doing like headlining for a long time. And yeah. then it's like, finally you put this together in an album. So I want it to be good. And I kind of have to like put it together. Cause in New York, it was like, I've been training to do like seven to 10 minute sets for mm-hmm. six years. And now I'm starting to go on the road where you do like 30 to 45 to mm-hmm. an hour. And, um, so it's like really happening fast. That's so different. And now I have to record this and I hope it's good. And it's it's so much more like the, you learn headlining and shit. It's like such a different animal. You have to learn like pacing. So? You have to learn uh-huh. like pacing a little more. You have to learn like when to hit jokes certain time.
0: What do you mean by let's break it down? So when you're
3: doing like seven to 10, you want to like fucking hit. Non stop all the time. There, there should not be any lulls really because it's so short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're doing 35 45, people don't have that long attention span. There's going to be lulls here and there. Yeah. You have to like figure out where it's okay, when to bring it down, when to bring it back up.
0: Like hand out some t shirts. Yeah, hand out t shirts. Uh, I, I mean, the longest set I've ever done is about 25 minutes. Uh-huh. I don't have the sophistication yet or the experience yet to go. I better pace this right. I'm like, here are all of my best bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And, and I still do that too. And uh, I'm, the pacing is something I'm figuring out. I don't necessarily have a... Um
0: so what's, what's an example of something it. that taught you something like an experience that taught you something about pacing.
3: Do you have anything like that? It's more like watching. I just did like a headlining gig with Brendan Ayer, and he's a great he's comedian. Great. He's been doing it a long time. So I watched him. He would like start off hot with a joke, just like hit him in the mouth mm-hmm. and like tell a few more jokes, keep going. But then he'd like, let it like dip, dip a little bit. And <laughs> then like bring it in like, I don't know, you got to like, let him rest a little bit. I still don't fully have it figured out. This is something I'm like, what struggling are you, with.
0: what are you, like, if you could articulate it, what, um, what does it look like to, is there a feel where you go, Hey, I can start to tell they need a moment. I think there is. And I'm starting to
3: get that sense, but I don't fully have it. Cause I'm still at the point where I'm like, I just have to literally fill this time with all my jokes, yeah. this is all the jokes I have. Uh-huh. And, uh, I just want to do like the best ones either on top or at the end and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. put with some of the weaker stuff in the middle. So I don't have that figured out yet. And for me, it's a lot of, um, I basically write about like four topics. So I have to figure out where, cause it's going to be like a long time talking about this one thing, mm-hmm. but there's like 10 jokes about it. A long time talking about this other thing. And I have to figure out like where to place the things like, should I start like more fun and like get them on my side, uh-huh. or should I start with like the darker kind of stuff that just actually explains the, who I am uh-huh. and introduce them to me, and then go into the fun? And that's something I still don't know. I try to switch it up here and there, but um, yeah, yeah I don't know, it's just a lot to learn.
0: Yeah, you you sort of mentioned this uh, <clears throat> when you said, okay, my 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 dog banging joke, <laughs> yeah, 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 about how you'd have this twenty minutes where you they were totally with you, and then you did this relatively dark, surreal, fantastical. Bit that goes into bestiality territory. Yeah, like, you know it's kind of tough to pull people along. Sure, that. sure, sure. Um, so you, there, there would maybe be an example of where the pacing wasn't quite right.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Where it just like that would tank a whole set, and it's so much. It's hard because that joke is very different from a lot of my other jokes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just so it's a little jarring at times. Unless people are fully on board, and you have like you have to have like a weirder crowd that understands. yeah, nobody wants to talk about bestiality. It's not great. But uh, it's just like uh, you can understand it's a joke. And uh, if people just like understand it's a joke and you talk about dark themes as a joke, it can work. Well, it's a
2: magic trick because like you talked about this when Brandon was on. on. For different reasons, he was doing a magic trick. That's kind of a magic trick. You're not, I I don't think intentionally doing it. It's just like your your fun-loving nature takes hold of the audience. What is the magic trick? The magic trick is that he got them to laugh at him at making sweet sweet love to a dog in an alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way you got them there is that you painted it in this way where she is no longer a dog in the story. You're describing her the way you describe, like, Rachel McAdams. Absolutely, yeah. And it's just like this beautiful woman. But I
0: mean I think it might be maybe the disconnect could be that you were doing it in an alley and that's not how you treat a dog lady? Nah, yeah, maybe that's it. I don't <laughs> want to take it over the Ritz, the Ritz Carlton.
3: Carlton. Yeah, people would probably like it then. I think people forget while I think the joke is so long too. People forget what I'm doing. It's a time delirious get, bit. By the time we get to the third one, they forget that I'm talking about how I was supposed to write ridiculous things about these dogs yeah. so the owners would read them. And they just think I'm talking about fucking a dog and how I love to fuck dogs. But I'm like, that's not what I'm saying at all. You yeah, forgot yeah. the whole uh, premise of the joke. Right. So if people remember the premise of what I'm talking about, they can be on board and they like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one's been, yeah, that's been like, I keep taking that joke out and putting it back in. and taking. You love it, it, it don't you? Taking it out, putting it in. You love you that know. joke? I love it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah.
2: Those are bits are the most fun to write. And yeah. they're also, for me personally, I just love bits that are like, I really want. To personify something that's in and, and like make it weird. I just have a one of my favorite bits to do that we played on here is just I'm literally just describing what gentrification is, but uh-huh. it's lions in a jungle and the black people are panthers. Uh-huh. And it's one of my, and I was like, I'm really not even saying a joke. I'm just describing, yeah, but yeah. it works really well and it snowballs really well. I just love anything where you're, Uh, that, well, we've talked about this a bunch on the podcast, just juxtaposing. It's like mapping, like, Mm -hmm. like adjusting. Um, it's like Mad lib style. Mm -hmm. Like you're taking something out and putting something that doesn't belong there in there. Yeah. And it's like, that's one of those jokes where you do that like brilliantly. And I'm assuming that you do it mostly at the end of your set.
3: I do at the end of the set, I mean, I've it's built just up. Beca- It's just because I put it at the end uh, because it's a natural, if it goes well, it's like a natural applause at the end mm-hmm. just because it's been such a long thing and people yeah. are just like impressed that I talked that long about <laughs> something. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like, it, it just cues kind of applause, which is a good way to end a set. For sure.
0: You're, with your half hour, what was it like selecting material for that? Well, it
3: was, fun it was good because so i recorded a few months before and um i mean it was it was kind of easy because i don't have a ton of time you know i was doing kind of six years i probably have mm-hmm. an hour that i really like so it was like parsing it down from that and jokes so that was fun but then the hard part was i told you like two days before they called me and we're like, cause I recorded something for another thing that I don't even know if it exists or what the hell is going on with it. But I recorded like this eight minute set for something else. And they're like, uh, you might not be able to use that eight minutes in the half hour. Uh, you think you have, do you have another eight minutes and this was two days before I was supposed to record. I'm like, I've been running this for months. No, I don't have another fucking eight minutes that Jesus I can just gross. put in. But then I started going through my old jokes and I was like, oh, I can have this and, I didn't, uh, I figured that out. So I like, it was a little more fun because I was getting sick of running the half hour. So the fact that I could interject some jokes I was a little more excited about. And then at the end of the half hour, I got, to, I got to come out and do like an encore thing of like weird, crazy jokes like the dog joke. Yeah, yeah. Like another one called Where Daddy Gonna Sit. That like <laughs> in, the, in the context of a normal set, a lot of times don't go great. Uh-huh. But because it was in this weird encore setting after they'd already seen me do well, they did great. So it was, it was so cool. cool.
0: What was the preparation like?
3: Um, I just tried to run it. I ran it as much as possible. I scheduled... Uh, doing as much as I could, I set up a bunch of shows at the Creek where I'm doing my album. Uh, yeah, I just tried to run as much as possible. But by the end, I hated it so much. I was like, I don't want to I don't want to run this anymore. And uh-huh. I like just
0: feel myself have no passion behind it. Were you afraid that that lack of passion would translate to the recording? Yes, absolutely. So that's why I had I
3: went down to New Orleans probably three days early. I had some shows set up down there to record it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take like three days off and not run it at all because I, I don't want to like hammer this in the ground. Uh, so I just took it three days off. And then when I got on stage, I was so excited and I hadn't done it in a while that I was fucking hyped up. And I
0: was ready to go. That three days of stepping back from it yeah. gave you some more juice. I
3: think so. Gave me a little more juice. And uh, yeah. And I just got lucky to get a good crowd, you know. That's the thing about comedy is, like, you can be prepared as much as you want. You can do whatever. Any given night, you can just eat a dick for <laughs> things beyond your control, I yeah. feel like.
0: Yeah, totally true. So
3: it's like you're just giving yourself to the whim of... a crowd of people who you know all their dads could have just died or some shit or something or <laughs> like they don't speak english or something like that uh-huh. and then you end up
0: hating yourself for yeah. it yeah wouldn't you yeah so uh i just got really lucky with a good crowd mm-hmm. that's awesome i, I mean, mean it's, it's, really it's cool. more than luck i, lo- I love your your modesty is endearing but um also you did a lot of work <laughs> i did a lot of work <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of work Give behind it but you also,
2: you also need that luck, luck. you also need but luck. after you recorded that and after mm-hmm. you talked to all these comedy central people where you are yeah. like Let me just like give myself Like a little pat on the back And like treat yourself kind of day Oh I did Did you like do that Like and be like I
3: did good Yes Once it was over I was terrified for like a month I like wasn't sleeping well That's all I could think about I was obsessed with it And then the fact that I went up there It went well And it was over Mm -hmm. I never felt like such a feeling of euphoria, just like... And I just... I drank for three days. I was in New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I just went out and partied. My girlfriend surprised me the next day. Aww. I knew she was going to come. She flew to New Orleans. I literally just cried the next day. I was like, mm-hmm. I literally don't think I've ever been so happy. Yeah. Because I just did this accomplishment, and it went well. And... Uh, she came. She came, and uh, it was just like... In New- I was in New Orleans just drinking in the street. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was fun. So I took a few days... That's and I was, past. I was happy for like two weeks and I was like, listen, mm-hmm. I know this isn't going to last. And like, I'm going to have a bad set and it's going to come crashing down. <laughs> so I just got to enjoy this while it's here yeah. and it's already faded away and I already hate myself.
0: Again. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, uh, uh so um, I've been counseling forever uh-huh. and I have a great counselor. His name is Dr. Nicely. Really? This real That's name uh, or his real professional name, I should say. And, uh, Dr. Nicely always says, I'll, I'll have moments like that where I'll, I'll be like, like, I'll have a, an incredible show that I produced. I'll be really happy and I'll be like, yeah, but this isn't going to last. And he's like, well, he talks like that. He's like, well, uh, why don't you just be happy when hmm. you're happy? Because right now you're sad that you might be sad when you're happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> when you're sad, do you get happy about how happy you're going to be when you're not sad? <laughs> oh my no, god. No, that's
3: very interesting, but I do do that. <laughs> when I'm sad, I get happier because I think like this isn't going to last forever and I'm going to be happy again. Oh, wow. You do that. So I do. I do get I do get happy when I'm sad about how I'm not going to be sad anymore at some point. I just so, realized I also, do that too. Yeah.
2: That is crazy because you're like, well, this is just like the darkest before the dawn.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, (laughs) And that's how how I got. I'm like, if shit's real bad right now and it's going to get better probably because it's like. That sounds great. I don't know. Maybe I'm (laughs) I'm not like the, uh,
0: yeah. I'm like, well, I guess it's forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's (laughs) I mean, intellectually, I know it's not, but my feelings think it's it's forever.
3: Absolutely. So it's hard, but you have to like temper it. And uh, yeah. Just realize it's gonna be over soon and you know there's a lot of things that life that we can't control i know you're trying very hard to control every <laughs> single
0: every single aspect of it but uh you my just, desk is very organized yeah i believe <laughs> it uh
2: but the results are it's very clean in here and he's very fit you're very fit
3: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah uh my house is a wreck and i'm not in very good shape so it's you that's know, such way. a
2: good segue to the bit we've picked from your stand-up set at night train oh, actually yeah. That's actually very in tune with yeah, what we're I did about. Did that to play. all on purpose? Yeah.
0: God, you're good. You say that's, you yeah, you yeah. say um, you don't like clever, but that was so clever. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put that on me? Uh, <laughs> all right. So this bit is called "One Night Stand." It's from a set Casey did at Night Train here in New York. Uh, I'm
1: dating human human woman. Uh, I that's uh, no, not going great. I uh, had a lady back in my apartment, isn't so no, it? Thank you. <laughs> It's not a very nice place. I said, I said, sorry, it's a little messy. She goes, no, it's okay. I find your poverty inspiring. <laughs> I was like, well, at least I live in That's pretty good. I, don't know. I was doing that. Uh, like, it hurt my feelings for a second. It was jarring to hear that after a minute. I was like, fuck it, that's what she likes. So I, was like, oh, like that, baby? I was like, You like that, baby? You like that lifestyle? You see this t-shirt? It's also my towel. <laughs> Swap baby girl. The passenger you're sitting on? I found it, about better try. Those aren't bad bugs, those are just regular bugs. That's a piece of shit. That's a bird, no, that's a bird. Squad friends. Uh, I'm kind of new to dating. It's weird to see because you just see like how uh, how surprised people are, and you treat them like guests in your home. You know what I mean? It's like she goes like, hey, I can stay the night. Okay, well, in the bed. <laughs> do I, do I want a glass of water? I'm gonna drink out of the faucet or nothing. Master? and I'll be being nice, you know. I just enjoy the warmth of a human in the nighttime. I don't, know, you know. I don't understand these guys. they're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. You gotta get out. <laughs> I, I thought, I swear to God, if your soft almond-scented skin <laughs> rubs up against me in the nighttime i my brain with endorphins and gay shit like that, I will lose my mind! I sleep like this! No room! I fucking, I swear, fuck, I swear, if your soft, conditioned hair gently sweeps across my brow while I'm dreaming, I will fuck my dick off! <laughs> <Go back.
3: laughs> oh. oh there it is i love that bit oh good i very, love that bit it's very excruciating for me cool. yeah, yeah. i love I that, that like bit it. so I much like it hey twice. look
0: trust me i know how hard it is to listen to your material and that's why we lie immediately and tell you how great it is oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i like yeah, the fake laughter it, helps. Helps. Yeah. it yeah. was
2: wonderful thanks guys dude that's i love that bit so much i love that i love um the how it plays out just because it starts as like, oh, uh, it's like just general. Um, I'm sleeping with people, mm-hmm. and then um, it describes one scenario with a woman, and then it just like kind of snowballs in all your uh, situations with one. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, you, you do, you do a great thing here, uh, where, um, you make people laugh. That's so good. No, that <laughs> you, you do a great thing here where you, um, you immediately establish yourself as way below the audience, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you, your status is way low because, and you do it in such a goofy, silly, lovely way where you're like, like my t-shirt, yeah, yeah, my yeah. towel. <laughs> yeah. You're immediately like saying I'm every man, I'm every man. I'm you're, you're so you're way below them. So that then, when you go on the attack, and it totally is an attack, mm. when you go on the attack, yeah, it dudes. doesn't feel like an attack at all. It's just I don't understand these guys, yeah. right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's just it's brilliant. It's brilliant because oh, you it could just as easy that same joke, same wonderful. Uh, it's a wonderful observation. It's original and interesting. Mm-hmm. It could just as easy be like you know these guys? They're just like they they just they don't they don't they don't understand women the way that I. Do. They don't appreciate what like it could be just like that. And there's zero preachiness. Yeah, in this. Yeah. zero.
3: Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, if I was just like, I know how to treat a lady right, and (laughs) you don't, fuck you. Yeah, Yeah. so yeah, I think that's good. I yeah that's that's great i never even like broke it down that conscious <laughs> so it's that's my job yeah, yeah yeah very interesting
2: i uh i think uh what the way you were saying about how you're it feels like like it could have felt like an attack the, just like the way you're so inquisitive is like i I ponder why that could be that mm. the guy could even think that because i'm I i feel like i guess we're all in that boat it was like why do you want a woman to leave your bedroom? <laughs> yeah, I want
5: her there all the time. I, I love the
2: leave. almond skin and yeah. uh, um, the soft con-
0: conditioned hair.
2: Just like all these like amazing things that are never in a man's, a man's bedroom. Yeah. Just leave. You're just pushing them away Did from you, say
0: you. Uninsected skin. What uh, was it What was
3: the what, Conditioned Moisturized I yeah. almond, almond Almond scented Almond, scent. almond scented, almond scented. Oh, okay. Wait what, That's my what did boring. you Thought it was Uninsected
0: Uninsected Because you were Talking about how You had bugs That weren't bed bugs
3: Oh wow That's oh. incredible Look at that Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Your, your bar
0: would have Been way lower <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> There's no insects On this one yeah, Very deductible <laughs> oh, Incredible Do you have other Versions of this That didn't do so well The well the now I do this a little bit Different where I talk
3: About like braiding A girl's hair When she sleeps And I uh, <laughs> And I like Gentle forehead kisses and a make her a birthday card and shit like that. Um, I have other versions of this. I don't do this joke that much anymore because mm-hmm. it's like yelling. I talked about how it's like hard to get in the mood to yell yeah. a lot. Talk um, about that. Let's okay. So uh, I, th- I came up with the term comet bit" right before we were talking, where it's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and this is a lot of my best bits have been ones that like they burn bright and then they fade out and they're gone. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a big act out. Um, one of my favorite ones when I first started, I was talking about like Michael Jackson, how like he's a great superstar. It was clear when he was in the Jackson Five, he was like so much more talented. He was just like a baby dancing in a sparkly tuxedo. Yeah. And I do this whole act of him like dancing and be like, All right, Tito, tell me what you can do. And Tito just goes, boop, boo, boo boo, boo, and like winks. And he's like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> that's it. So he's like, All right, Jermaine, dude. And then Jermaine does the same boo-boo-boo thing. And he's like, I'm fucking four years old, and am only talent in this goddamn and it just goes like that. But that so that was killing and then, once I kind of lost the exact like I couldn't get into the muster the, the muster yeah, it has yeah. to feel uh kind of spontaneous, and once the audience can tell it's not spontaneous and it's broached, yeah. and you're doing this big weird thing, and uh you've like clearly done it many times before, yeah, yeah. you don't want to hear it and there's I don't know how to get that back and it's it's yeah. really hard yeah. to.
0: There's um I've had that happen many times yeah. where because a lot of my material is like that it's just spilling out of me cuz I think it's so funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the novelty wears off for me. My theory is that in a way, we're sending emotions. Uh-huh. We're sending them. They're, red, they're open and raw and ready to receive these emotions, which is the gift that they give us. Mm. And by the way, why they get fucking furious when we don't deliver on the emotion we promised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're saying, I'm going to let my defenses down. I'm going to let you fill my brain with dark thoughts. Yeah. With the understanding, and this is the contract we have, that you will make me laugh at the end of it. Oh,
5: yeah, and oh,
2: yeah. when
0: we don't, then they go, "You just filled my brain with shit, and you didn't give me what you said you'd give me." <laughs> fuck you. That's true. And they can yeah, fuck I up a whole that.
2: show for the other comics, pres- oh. like after you.
3: That's, That's when you get fuck mad. It up.
0: People don't get mad if you're like, "Well, that song didn't sound that great." Yeah, you like a little irritated, but you're not. <laughs> mad. Oh, yeah,
3: I, I get yelled at a guy a couple of weeks ago at a club because I. would kind of ate it
0: and he yeah. yelled at me in yeah, a bar yeah, yeah, it was yeah.
3: Very, i'm like it's i fine. feel like shit enough man it's because there's an implicit Wait,
2: he yelled at you because you didn't do well
3: yeah well this is the one i was doing with brendan i was doing with brendan air we were like <laughs> we were co-headlining and he went up first this night and just crushed and then yeah. i went up afterwards and was like they just weren't really into me and it yeah, wasn't yeah. going great and then at the end i fucking i didn't i didn't see the light and i thought the first night i left the stage six minutes early by accident because yeah. I, I saw the light so i'm like i don't want them to think i'm like screwing out of time mm-hmm. so i just i got through the point where i did like every joke i could mm-hmm. think of and i was like looking through my phone and i was like uh, uh. i was like did you light me and uh he's like yeah a while ago and i was like what the fuck oh i was God. like all right well good night good everybody because i had nothing else to say <laughs> So we're at the bar afterwards, and these guys, these drunk guys, come over, and they're like taking pictures with Brendan and all this shit. Oh, God. And I'm just like, oh, But then, like, one guy turns to me, he goes, Oh, you were all right. I'm like, You don't have to, please don't say anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: just, and just, then, don't, just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And then,
3: as they're leaving, the one guy turns around and he goes, He was way funnier than you, like, screams and like points oh at me like that. Oh, God. And Brendan's like, Why the hell are you doing that? His girlfriend's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, We gotta got go. This is the worst <laughs> oh night of my God. life. A, a,
0: a, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. That is, that but comes... it is par for the course for yeah. the profession. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but so, so the thing that I think about that is what's going on, and he doesn't know this. Um, it's it's I think it's subconscious is that there's an implicit contract that we have with them, and that and you have to know, you know, you not because you tried to, but you broke the contract, yeah, mm-hmm. and so they're mad because they didn't get what you promised them, yeah, and um. Uh, But they gave you what they promised to give you, which was, I'll shut up and listen to you and let you fill my head with stuff. Mm -hmm. To bring that back around, when you break that contract and you don't deliver, one of the things that you're not delivering on is... I feel this emotion and I'm giving it to you. It is infectious. Mm-hmm. And would some bits rely on that, yeah. on you feeling it and delivering it. And when you don't feel it, it comes off as canned and as absolutely. you said, rote. Yeah, and so it's hard to manufacture that yes. feeling when it's gone, when the novelty's over. Yeah. And so that's where I love your, your phrase. It's a, it's a bit that's like a comet. It's a comet bit. It burns brightly and then it's gone. Yeah. Um, because that is it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it, and then uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. feel it anymore, and neither do you. Yeah, is that what comets do? Comets are full <laughs> of emotion. Do they, burn out? do they burn out? They're very emotional. Haley's comet uh, keeps uh, coming celestial back. Celestial beings. Yeah, that no, one. Okay. I don't. Yeah, that's, I think it. I think. Uh, aren't those. Astero- what, Asteroids Asteroids uh, I don't Shooting stars Maybe shooting, shooting stars. stars Well that's the thing I wish I For could wishes. There's
3: a thing <laughs> There's a thing about like Writing like Good jokes That are just like Joke ba 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 where um, it's like uh, those you could say anytime, anytime. I'm kind of jealous of people who do that. Like I watched like fucking um, like a Mark Norman or like no. a mm-hmm. Nate Bargazzi, and I just watch them and it's like you could say these anywhere at I any know. time. Yes. And you don't, it doesn't matter what mood you're in so really. so jealous of those. And I can't, when I do that, I feel stupid. I've written jokes like that and I feel like a fraud telling them because I'm like, this is not...
2: That's not who you are. funny
3: this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with me, like the big act out jokes, it's like there's a bigger reward and then there's a bigger drop off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's yes. a bigger risk of yes. it just like going horribly You're pretending you're a robot in front of people and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, I mm-hmm. feel like the biggest asshole in the world and I have to keep going. I'm so
0: happy to hear you say that because I have been driving myself crazy trying to develop material that's like that. I want stuff that will stand on its own like a dirty pair of jeans.
3: Yeah, yeah. It would be <laughs> great, but it's so hard to... <laughs> So, yeah, that's good. It's so hard to do, and I don't, I don't know how to do that because I find what's funny about me isn't my joke rightness. It's just like the energy I put behind it. Yeah, exactly. So if there's times that I'm not feeling it, I, I still have trouble like manufacturing that, and I don't know how people do it all the time. Is like just manufacturing the
0: energy behind it when you're not really feeling it. Maybe that's one of the skills you learn over time. Yeah, is is it's not you're not man you're not faking it you are finding a way to change your internal state
3: absolutely so i'm trying to do that i like sit i like to sit and imagine like having fun before i go i imagine like a big uh like a, there's a hill with like big balloon letters that say fun and uh, i like i'm running towards it and i want to like jump and i'm in a field and i try to imagine that it doesn't always work but sometimes it does <laughs>
0: You do some fantastic contrast heightening here where you're like, I swear to God. And then you're, and, and you, if her almond scented skin and like you, you paint this beautiful thing that most guys would be like, that sounds great. What I yeah, want yeah. all those things. Yeah. And then if, I, if that happens, I will lose my mind. It's so good. The contrast man. between what you would want and his rejection of it. Yeah. Is Mm -hmm. fantastic.
2: Yeah, thank you. And I know this guy. Everyone knows the guy you're talking about.
3: Yeah, Yeah. a lot of guys are like that. That's why it was so, like, I'm not good at, like, dating. I'm like, everyone's just, like, fucking sucking out here. And I'm like, I can't, I couldn't really. I couldn't hang I couldn't do it Because it's like I like cuddling And talking <laughs> yeah, I like all that shit That's like Do a I lot enjoy. of girls Come up to you After your sets
2: And no. just be like You're so funny And the, the guy yeah. for me You know why They're really,
0: like, no. like, It sounds like He would actually Like me after we had sex He's he's, he's very unattractive That's yeah, strange <laughs> And
3: there's a There's a danger With telling that bit. I don't want to come off As a guy who's being like I'm just Look at me I'm not like other guys I'm yeah, yeah. That's Harrison's job Yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> Fuck God that no. well, that's a bit we're gonna play i guess that's
3: the thing because you don't want to seem like you're trying to willfully manipulate the audience to make yourself look good and i'm not trying to do that i'm saying this is a wait
0: i should write that down
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to paint it as like this is maybe a deficit of mine where i can't just uh fuck someone and like be cool with it it's like there's a lot of emotion tied up into it Me me too and a lot of girls uh didn't like it that's why I wasn't good at dating now now I'm in a very loving relationship and it's great so it's wonderful uh but like when I was dating that was like a problem cuz I couldn't just do this
0: when I was married and now again with my girlfriend we consistently make the jokes that I'm the girl in the relationship mm because i i i have to be connected things have to be good i can't be like well we're fighting and we're very upset with each other let's have sex anyway i'm like we need to settle this first yeah yeah, right right. (laughs) and like if when 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 it isn't quite right i'll I'll like i'm like in sex i'll be like hold on this isn't what's going on we got to fix this emotional connection and like i you know like so i'm just i might as well just be like um sweetie (laughs) (laughs) i don't feel right (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly
3: i'm like that too and i think there's nothing wrong with that but i've made to feel i've been made to feel shame about that in the past so that's where these jokes came from was like
0: yeah so it came from like an insecurity about that i also like that you are uh painting it as confusion Mm -hmm. yeah yeah as opposed to this is wrong mm. and it's really, really easy to do. This is wrong. We start from that place often. Yeah. Um, but if you stay in that place, you get to the place, you get to the, you have the aesthetic that you hate, which is mm. now I'm preaching.
3: Yeah, I think that's true. I think me general in life, I never think I'm right about anything. Mm-hmm. I can be very easily swayed, uh, one way or the other. So I don't think it's wrong. It's just how some people, I felt wrong for being the kind of guy Who wanted this So I'm like I don't understand How these guys do this And maybe I wish I had that ability To be like that And I don't get it So I always feel like I am wrong about whatever And I can be very easily Convinced uh,
0: One way or the other That It's a big problem In my life Where I'm just constantly Have no idea If one of them is right And me listening To you say that I go Man I'm wrong About how right I think I am Yeah (laughs) I never think I I'm to, right about everything. I have to let go of being right all the time. It's a practice I, I, I work really? on constantly because uh, it, it doesn't make my life any better. It ruins relationships. It's pointless. I've given it, I have gave it up years ago, really? and now I just go – now I try to just be like, am I trying to be right here? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a good way to ruin my life. This
1: is great. This
0: is,
3: <laughs> you, this is, you and I are like opposite people, right. and it's wonderful because <laughs> I struggle with like – I constantly think what I'm doing is wrong mm-hmm. and I have to tell myself like no you maybe you're right about this like yeah, you're not maybe completed. You're right about this and I have to like ask I have like a brain trust of friends that I pretty much ask like every decision I'm trying to make in life <laughs> and they're usually like no my friends tell me they're like you have the worst instincts of anyone <laughs> I've ever met it's like every decision you make is the wrong <laughs> one and just Jesus causes goodness. you more ah. problems and we tell you not to do it and you immediately do it and you see it blow <laughs> up in your face and you still keep doing it oh my I know, so that's how i live my
0: life yeah <laughs> yeah there's something about that that is eminently likable it's so oh, it's ridiculous so, it's the <laughs> definition likeable. of likable
3: i've get like writing packets a lot sent to me and they're like do this but and then i start to write them and i hate it and i'm like would i want to do this as a job i'm yeah. like this is not mm-hmm. i got into comedy because i don't want to work and yeah. i want to tell jokes yeah and this would very quickly feel like i'm doing an office job it's like yeah, it's just like uh, corporatizing comedy and uh, I wouldn't—I don't think I would enjoy it at all. Yeah. So while it would be a good path uh, monetarily, it's like not something I think I would want to do. But then I also feel lazy for not doing it. And it's like, right. oh, I'm getting a good opportunity. I should probably do it. But then I'm like, I don't really, I don't think I'd like that.
0: But if mm-hmm. you're, I've heard this said, um, who said it? It was oh I know it was Greg Barrent, yeah who has a very interesting weird career uh-huh. He's a stand up comedian who he was on a show and he had a book yeah it was book. he's just not that into yeah. you and he blew up as a relationship advice guy but that's not who he is yeah and mm. he made a bunch of money off of it and I heard him talking I think it might have been Marin and he was saying he's just like he's like yeah. He goes, I was really depressed and miserable doing that. And sure, I'm glad I have what I have from it. But he said, if you, the rule I have for myself now is if I have to sell myself on something, it's not for me. Ah, that's and great. I would recommend other people think that way too.
3: I think that's great. That's really, yeah, that's, that's great. really great. And it's hard because it's like, you should just be, you feel like all this shit when people are like, you know, grind every day, do this constant, you know, people have that kind of attitude about mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, this isn't fucking what I want to grind for. That not yeah, branding. I got to stand up to be a stand up I also like acting that's not necessarily Going my way uh-huh. just yet yeah, but I, I Don't want to just do anything and I think That's smart if you're happy You're doing okay you're getting Better at what you're doing I don't know I'm, Blow- the, I'm That kind of guy
0: what do you mean by uh, now You're blowing more opportunities
3: well I feel that's the pressure that I was talking About earlier I think I was talking to you about it where mm-hmm. it's Like now that I'm Like getting good things and good things Are finally happening it's like the level is raised. It's like, yeah. uh, it's like a video game, I guess where it's like, it's easy here. And then it's like, Oh, I got to this new level and it's so fucking hard at the yeah. beginning. Cause I don't know. And I'm also comparing myself to all these people that I feel like I should I should be on these bigger people's levels now, and I'm not like as good as them. I feel I'm, like oh. an imposter. Yeah, and I feel like an imposter. I think so, that's
0: forever. Everybody says that's yeah,
3: forever. Yeah, I think so, probably. But I was like yeah, <laughs> was it's good, scary. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the more opportunities I'm getting, the more I feel like the more opportunities I feel like I'm blowing mm. by not uh, dealing it because I'm getting more like auditions that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting. I'm getting more writing packets that I'm either not getting hired for just not doing it all So yeah, yeah yeah what was the point i was gonna make yeah it's hard and everyone i talked to is a writer they also talk about how like if you're a light night writer how grueling it is mm-hmm. and how like uh you're writing in that person's voice so you kind of start losing the connection with what yeah. you're trying to do mm-hmm. um
2: so just something said about writing for fallon I
3: think yeah I heard yeah absolutely so that, you're writing yeah. jokes for this and then a lot of the people i know that have started writing for late night or other shows have like pretty much quit doing stand up mm-hmm. and they've mm-hmm. just kind of that and I do not want to do that at all and I don't want it to take away from stand up. Yeah. And um everything wants to take away from stand up. Yeah, everything wants to everything. Away, And the whole industry a lot of times they want mm-hmm. you to do anything but stand up because that's not making other people money. Mm-hmm. Stand up is not like that popular an art form. Mm-hmm. It's like all the other shit you can do for them that they want you to do. So the everything, yeah, everything they send you is like, they, they want to take away from stand up even though stand
0: up is what got you where you are. It's like, it's, it's like, so I was like, if you're a farmer and you're like, well, I raised chickens so I could ride horses. That's the, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the Mitch Hedberg joke. You don't like, love chickens? No, I don't fucking love yeah. chickens. I like riding horses. <laughs> Mitch so Hedberg has almost the
3: same thing. joke where he's like, um, we're talking about, he's like, oh, you stand up. Can you act? And it's like, oh, you're a chef. Can you farm? (laughs) It's like, no, I'm just doing this. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Uh, but it's just how it's it, fascinating how it goes so yeah there's a respect to like brian Regan for being able to do what he wants to do
0: what about this i'm sure you have a number of contemporaries in your class of comedians. Uh-huh. as things start to 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 pick up steam for you have you been able to navigate it well has it been has I it been weird
3: it's been fine i try not to like talk about it too much because i seem like i'm bragging and shit like that but everyone's got their own shit going on i think once everybody starts getting things going on they feel more secure But if you got a friend who's like really bummed out and like things aren't going that great, you can't just talk to him about the, you know, all this other shit that's going on for you. So it's a little weird. There's been a couple times I've gone to open mics and like, I don't know if this is in my head or not, but I feel like people are treating me a little differently. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and it's like, I'm not, I was here
0: two
3: weeks ago it, and we we're doing the same. shit. like, don't be
0: fair. You've been wearing an actual crown. Yes. Yeah, like so I, like, yeah. <laughs> I wear a
3: crown.
2: You had the suit. funniest post about like wearing a leather thing. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. What did you post? That was think, one of the funniest things I've I ever seen. I think I
3: said, when I can't wait to get this money and uh, show up to open mics, what is it, wearing a leather wig? <laughs> and like, I forgot what I wrote.
2: Wearing Like a wicker suit. A and wicker I light suit. Myself on fire.
3: Yeah, right, myself on fire. It's the because that was always the funniest thing I noticed was that when guys when when I was coming up, guys would uh, start something would happen, something would happen, and then they come back to the open mics. They'd always have a leather jacket.
1: Oh, <laughs> they would always
3: that, buy these fucking nerds. You should never be wearing a leather jacket. and so, They finally get money and oh, they put on yeah, a leather jacket. Let, yeah, uh,
0: let me to, to that point. Uh, so when I got divorced, yeah. and my life <laughs> came apart, um, I was like, well time to buy a new me yeah. Right? Yeah. And the most expensive piece of clothing i've ever bought was a leather jacket yeah, and i man. was like and i put it on and went, i love this leather jacket and i'm still devastated yeah, i'm still, I'm still so broken great. but you look
3: cool as hell you look sad and cool you could pull off a leather jacket you've got a you've got a good build for you do it. have cool. a leather jacket i have
0: yeah. a beautiful divorce leather jacket the, the, the divorce, <laughs> the divorce jacket. Jacket. that's great
3: <laughs> i'm saying a lot of these people did not should not be in a leather jacket Yeah,
0: but it was so pretentious uh because i was trying to compensate for some yeah, for absolutely. For, for the yeah. misery i was going through yeah. and this like cri- identity crisis i was experiencing that um it was the only time in my entire life i was ever called ever called a douchebag
3: no yeah I fucking really it. Oh, oh
0: yeah and you douchebag.
2: are one so uh,
5: <laughs> let's go oh, boy come on let's talk about sex
2: do you want to play a clip? Do you have a I clip do, you have in mind? I would love to. Cool.
0: So this is also a relatively long clip. I love it so much. Okay. Um, it does exemplify a few different things. Yeah. Number one, it's, it's Brian Regan. Yes. And Brian Regan it. is the master of either I'm stupid yeah. or everyone else is stupid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He's, he's always he's always playing off of that yeah. for the most part. He also, one of the things that he's a, he's brilliant at is... It's never – he doesn't have a, a victim in his jokes. Yes. Uh, and if you listen oh, to him right. in interviews, he is, he, that is his life philosophy. He's yeah. like, I would never want to hurt someone in my comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is rare. Yeah. And it comes through. He's It's just he's so full of love and caring. He's the nicest guy in comedy. Yeah. He also, for people who don't know, uh, Brian. He met him
2: at Just, just for year. Oh, yeah. You?
3: I was, like, marking out. Uh, I'm sorry. Couldn't...
2: That's how I knew you liked Brian Regan because mm-hmm. yeah. you, like, posted. Like, uh,
3: I met my, like, hero. I was <laughs> circling him at a party, and I just, like, couldn't. <laughs> I was, like, I want to go say it. I couldn't. And I just finally just had to go up and be, like, hero. How'd go? Comedian. He was very sweet. He was, like, all right. I think I was, like, fangirling a little too yeah, hard. And he's, like, all that. right. But he, like, took a picture <laughs> with me was very nice uh we didn't like have a conversation because i was too like, right you're too too i was too really geeky struck. and nervous mm-hmm. but um
0: yeah he's very sweet i think that brian Regan is the greatest living comedian who doesn't rape anybody <laughs> i think <laughs> because he's the yeah. one guy that i can think of that has made a giant career purely from stand-up. Yeah. He's never done anything on TV. Yeah. He has no credits to his name aside from stand-up. And yeah. he is the most famous man within, as he said it, within a, a mile of his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he walks out and no one knows who the fuck he is. But the moment you come across Brian Regan's material, you're a fan for life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I it, agree. He is. And it just, he he is stand-up i
3: Yeah, I've turned people onto him because they've been like, they think he's like hacky like dad Mm -hmm. joke shit i'm like no 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 no, no. you gotta he's a genius he's brilliant
0: and he also does something else that i really am a a fan of i'm I'm so fanboying here uh is that um i think it's so hard to do and he nails it his topics are ridiculous yeah his topics are emergency room food Refrigerator, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. phones, yeah. and he nails it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Crazy. this one is from uh, one of my favorite specials. It's uh, I Walked on the Moon. Mm-hmm. It's from 2004, and that, the bit is called Emergency Room. Just
6: recently had to go to the emergency room, though, and I had some stomach virus thing. I almost called an ambulance. It's weird, even considering calling that an ambulance for yourself. You know You call ambulances for other people right What are you supposed to say about yourself Can you come get me (laughs) Yeah I don't feel so good Just come on and I'll be lying on the floor (laughs) I'm just looking at the phone going I don't know how to do this I don't know what to do It was at night so I drove myself To the emergency room That's a nice relaxing drive. Mm -hmm. No, after (laughs) you. Merge, everybody, merge. I'm only imploding. So I, I pull up at the entrance to the emergency room. No valet parking. I mean, yeah, if that's not the biggest oversight in our solar system. If there's ever a time where you want to go, can you park this because I need to collapse immediately? <laughs> but no, I'm circling around a parking lot. Can I park there, I think I'm going to die. I'm dying too. Okay. I'll go up a couple levels Uh, 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 uh. I don't care if you're driving yourself or someone else to the emergency room You still want to get out and run in with them Are you supposed to drop somebody off and go park a car? Okay, you go in! you shot! <laughs> <laughs> ask them if they validate. Oh, I so I finally park, you know. I go in to check in. They ask the most insulting question when you check into a hospital. What seems to be the problem? Mm-hmm what seems well it seems it seems like everything on my inside wants to be on my outside but I'm no
0: doctor what
6: kind of condescending question so they check me into my luxurious half room there's a curtain down the middle with a mystery patient on the other side and he's moaning over there. <laughs> Thinking, man, they're never going to help me with him moaning like that. So I got to out-moan him, you know? <laughs> 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 oh,
5: <yeah!
6: laughs> what <When> moaning, we're all hurting. The whole floor is like a haunted choir. <laughs> 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 it's got to be hell to work in this environment. So I'm killing time riding. Nurse finally comes in. How are you doing tonight? I'm on a gurney. You have a painkiller or something? This is killing me. So she goes, how would you describe your pain? It's killing. I don't know if you remember that part. Playing that pyramid game? Um, Excruciating. Horrific. (laughs) Would rather have shards of glass in my eyes. (laughs) How do I convey this to you? So she asks How would you rate your pain? (laughs) Four stars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too enthusiastic thumbs <laughs> up she goes how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 being the worst well you know saying a low number isn't going to help you oh I'm a 2 <laughs> maybe the high 1s you could give me a baby aspirin to
5: cut it in
6: half <laughs> maybe a Flintstone <laughs> vitamin and I'll be <laughs> and you can go 10 <laughs> all the 3s and 4s and yeah anyone saying such ridiculous numbers. Uh. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to say 10, though, because I had heard the worst pain a human can endure is getting the femur bone cracked in half. And I don't know if that's true, but I thought if it is, they have exclusive rights to 10. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, what was I worried about? Is there like a femur ward at the hospital they would have heard about me and hobble into my room? Who the hell?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> had the
1: audacity
6: <laughs> To say you was at a level 10, <laughs> you know nothing about 10. Give me a sledgehammer, let me show you what 10. <laughs> 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 Mr. Tommy, No <A>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: oh. <laughs>
6: How can I possibly say 10 I can't. So I thought, I'll say nine. And then I thought, no, childbirth. I better not try to compete with that. And then I'm thinking, you know it must be hell giving childbirth when your femur bones is So I said, I, I guess I'm an eight. She goes, oh, okay, I'll be back. I'm like, oh, I blew it. Mm-hmm getting nothing with eight, but she surprised me she comes in she goes the doctor told me to give you morphine immediately and I'm like morphine? that's what they gave the guy in Saving Private Ryan right before he died okay I'm a a four I'm a zero I'm a negative 11T morphine so they gave me morphine wow all I know is about 15 minutes later just for the hell of it I was like I'm an eight again. Mm -hmm. Guess who's an eight? (laughs) And they finally checked me out. I'm walking down the hall going, say eight. Say eight. (laughs) Say eight. (laughs) Say eight. eight. Happy eight day. Did you get some eight? (laughs) Did you get
3: some eight? Just I love the the shit where he's like he does an he's doing an act out when he's talking about like um, mm. oh no you go ahead and everybody might. like <laughs> I know hurts. I know exactly everybody what he's doing he's like, yeah yeah waving but, them on <laughs> but he's also like he's saying in a way yeah. it's like when you're listening it still works it still works I was listening when there was a part of my bit I was actually listening to it and not watching it when I go I sleep like this. And you can't see that I'm like holding my body with yes, like a starfish. It's and if, if I, there's no way no one has any idea what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, just yeah. Listen to it. Yeah, I have a yeah.
0: question. Did you guys grow up uh, listening or watching more stand up? Watching watching for okay, sure yeah. i grew up listening oh wow i've had to learn oh yeah people are seeing you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people are watching you as a person on yeah. the stage <laughs> wow that's interesting and interesting. i've had to like oh i need visual components to yeah. this yeah, uh, yeah i've had to learn to do that okay. oh wow yeah that's,
3: that's, that's crazy yeah i used yeah. to watch it all night on yeah comedy central when they fucking played stand-up all the time and <laughs> not on midnight on saturdays no i'm just i love you at comedy central uh,
0: <laughs> 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 just, yeah, <they're> great. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the bit. So uh, I love his word choice, I think, yeah. is masterful. Yeah, absolutely. And I know from his interviews, he's very meticulous. Uh-huh. Right down to... He scripts everything, mm. everything right down to he writes SFX in his notebook for sound effect. Oh wow! He writes uh, he, VIS for visual. Wow! Uh, right down to that level. That's wow! Um, that's like
2: daunting. It, that scares me. Almost.
0: I love it. I I'm like think I, yeah, done, do. yeah, I just done. hopefully will yeah. make the sound I will effect. Make it even more complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that's great. That's wild. I didn't know that. I love it. For him, it's it's like a it's like a play that has a script that he works out. He takes it on stage. He he explores it, yeah. comes back. He takes that, transcribes it back. He says, oh, this is what worked. This is what I did in the moment. Mm-hmm. Now let's reproduce it. I'm going to write it all out. I'm going to practice it again and again, yeah. come back. And it's this iterative process back and forth. Yeah. Luxurious half room. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's correct. Immediately uh, getting us to see the crappy thing that we go into and pay so much money yeah. for. So this fun. luxurious half room. And the yeah. moan off. Oh, the
1: moan. Oh,
0: <laughs> 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 Mystery patient. Yeah.
3: yeah, and he said the thing. Uh, Tell him you're shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the boy, shot is a great
3: shot. word. It's like fast, quick. It
0: gets right to it. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's perfect. It, yeah, I, it, I love that. Like, what do you? And he. He does uh, he's a master of counterpoint as well. Yeah. Um, counterpoint being of course uh when you are painting the picture of whatever it's not. Yeah. So he's like what am i supposed to do this which is a great link. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what am i supposed to do? I'm supposed to drive up, uh, get out, tell him you're shot. <laughs> yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, obviously not but that's that's where the funny is. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I also just like how it starts is like you come over i'll be lying on my floor yeah, I'll be and lying just on the and floor. thinking
6: about calling yeah. like <laughs> right. just,
0: <laughs> so good man. Uh, a couple of things I loved about this bit I love, draws this mental cartoon Where uh, he has the femur ward Yeah, yeah, yeah And then they walk, he's like He sees, he's like, what am I worried about Are they gonna hobble in yeah, hobble. And be like, who here had the audacity Yeah, that's great To, oh to claim a 10 yeah, 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 that's great that was oh God, that's so funny Jesus Christ and yeah, and it. Then they're like I'll, I'll, let me show you ten the sledgehammer Mr. Tommy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tommy.
6: Yeah, you great.
2: know what's so funny? This bit starts exactly how it like it starts the same way a Louis bit does about having um getting like uh opiate de, uh suppositories. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's talk he talks about all these subjects but goes in the absolute Direction as Regan and Regan's is like, but is mean? like 10 minutes longer and better. I think Louis is like, they're like, on a scale of one to 10, he's like, Who's not saying 10? Yeah, and yeah it's yeah. Just like 10, of course, just give me drugs, right? And Brian Regan's like, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be too in pain i don't know there's other people that are I in real yeah, pain yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's just I, I don't want to be a jerk about different this. Minds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but and it also they both just started with i had a stomach ache so i had to go to the hospital yeah yeah and it's just like the and it
0: i don't know it's just i love that yeah mm-hmm. it's great. and they're two of the best mm-hmm. in, Well, how would you different. how would you distinguish the two approaches uh, uh because he's almost like <clears throat> trying to defer to everyone else in the in the hospital uh-huh. Um, yeah,
2: he's more passive. Louis yeah, yeah, yeah. more yeah. like uh, unapologetic, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I makes
0: sense. Yeah. Bri- here's Brian Regan just going out telling jokes for a living, no matter what. Here's Louis. I'm going to create a new comedy industry. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's crazy. I'm going to
2: change the face of everything.
3: Jesus, yeah, I don't know where these guys get the good. Work. Like, why? I understand the desire. I guess I don't have that enemy to like mm-hmm. just to create an empire. I don't I know. know, like, what is and going on And I think he did it, it
2: by it accident, this. too. He kind of did. He was just like, I just make everything on my laptop. Yeah, he kind of like, did no, but Every comedian does
0: that? Yeah, absolutely. It's just strange. I don't it's understand awesome. the mentality. I mean, from what I've heard him say, it's just like, it's like, I don't like that, so I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Which is like, and he's just been he fucked is. over it's in the crazy.
2: past. He's had a million of those jobs where he just hated it. Yeah. yeah like what you were talking about before. Yeah. Because he's like been our staff writer on like Letterman and like Conan. Dana Carvey
0: show. Dana Carvey yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like this was the there were as evidence of him bucking whatever anybody said really early. I don't know if you've ever heard any of the stories about how Louie um mm. he uh he just Got, when he first got money, he just bought a car on a credit card and wrecked it.
3: Yeah, yeah, It was a motorcycle. Yeah, it was a or motorcycle. Would, yeah, was a motorci- a and,
0: and a yeah.
2: trombone, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like And jerked off. He just doesn't.
0: Yeah,
3: jerked off in the trombone. That's great. Oh God. That's why. This is the first time I didn't get that much money from recording that half hour, but I got it's the first. It's like the most money I've ever had in my life, and I've just uh-huh. been dumb. <laughs> You've i've been, been buying like i'm like i don't buy extravagant things i've never had money but i'll just like every bar i go into if they have a t-shirt for sale i'll buy the t-shirt <laughs> i've got like full bar thing. apparel i've got hats from yeah, like skinny yeah. dennis i've got this i've got all this weird <laughs> shit that i just keep buying and it's like i never deserve money i shouldn't have it yeah yeah jesus christ by the way
0: like i i have found in my life that I am always best friends with people like you, for the most part, and you, because, like, there's something about this weird, bizarre dichotomy of, like... I'm just like I, I I could I could create diamonds with how tight my ass is. Yeah, over, uh, over, yeah, over yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and here you are, just like, and you have something in you that I would love. That that mm. I would love. That just like, no one has ever said to me, "He's so chill." <laughs> just a chill
3: that's dude. Great. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean you. You're uh, you know, you got your shit together. It's great. You send me a lot of emails that I <laughs> <laughs> that I barely responded to. I don't know how you let me come over here.
0: I always, I always. That's always actually the test, by the way. As I send the boilerplate email where i've thought it through thought every little thing through like here's the, here's what i need from you here's how it's gonna look here, here are the different ways you can do it i hope this i hope you understand everything and if i don't get anything back i go i know how this is gonna go yeah. <laughs> oh, <I hope laughs> this, perfect test i hope
3: this went uh, okay or better than you thought <laughs>
0: fucking fantastic all right dude. great, That's been great man
3: great great
5: come on let's talk about sex
0: Huge thanks to our guest, Casey James Selengo. You can follow him. He is worth it. And all his followers get free laughs. He is at Casey J. Selengo on Twitter and Instagram. His website is com. It is under renovation at the it moment. Sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Deep renovation. Special thanks to Norm McDonald and Brian Regan. And as always, a big thanks to Salt and Peppa for not suing us, or at least not yet suing us, for the fairly used portion of their song that is so modified that it is almost unrecognizably different from the original. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks so much. Beautiful. Thank you for having me, it boys. It's been quite a treat. What a Sunday! Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.
5: Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.